this is Alyssa. This is Josue. And we're from the band Harper. And we listen to Portland Radio Project. This is Anthony Medici from Liquid Light. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Mike Collins from Mets, Ryan, and Collins. This is Haley Johnson. You're listening to Portland Radio Project. All right. It's a Wednesday night, and you're listening to the Portland Playlist. Thanks for tuning in to PRP.FM, the Portland Radio Project. I'm Veronica. And I'm Terry. And we're so glad that you're joining us again tonight because we have another great guest. It's always so exciting to be here on Wednesday nights at Portland Radio Project. So welcome, Amit. Hey, thank you. We, we are the so excited. Secret C. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Well, thank we're so happy much. to have you here, and I really was enjoying listening to your influences and your music. So this is really mm-hmm. exciting to get to see you in person. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, Amit has a new album coming out in November called Everest, and we are going to actually hear some tracks from that in our second hour, as well as some live performances. Yay. We're putting them totally on the spot. Indeed. We might make him dance too. I don't know. We'll see what we'll happens. See what yeah, we we'll see what we can make him do. My, my, my we'll music see. is so funky that you know <laughs> it's hard not to dance to it. But so. first, we're gonna play some. Uh, you could sway. Yeah. Sway. <laughs> Light a candle, you know. That's right. Do we have incense? <laughs> oh, hmm, that's an idea. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play some influences. So what we'll do in our first hour is play some of Amit's influences. We will chat about them. We'll learn a little bit about how he developed as a musician, and probably some stuff he doesn't really even want to share. But we'll coerce we'll out of dig him. it out of him mm-hmm. and then our second hour as i said we'll hear some tracks from everest as well as um, some previous releases from the secret sea and some live stuff so let's get started with some influences okay okay all right yeah sure You're listening to the Portland Playlist, and we just heard Sparkle Horse, who happens to be a band that I really enjoy quite a bit, and before that, Elliot Smith. So, I mean, tell us, tell us about Elliot Smith. Why the connection with Elliot? That song. There's a lot of connection with Elliot yeah. for you. Um, I just fell in love with his music early on uh, when I was 17, and I was studying for my like my finals like, exams in high school and stuff. I listened to the radio and they played Miss Misery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 97, so uh, Goodwill Hunting was just out, you know. Um, so I kind of I noticed the voice. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first thing that I noticed. And I was like, oh my god. What a voice, yeah. you know. I love this Unmistakable voice. Unmistakable voice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and and also uh, I I o- always had like a, a soft spot for vocal harmonies. He's doing that a lot. Yeah. So it caught my attention and then later on I started to really explore uh all his music, his albums and slowly but surely just fell in love with it and yeah, he's just really one of my biggest idols. Um, and, yeah, he's influencing me. I, I mean, I don't know how to say it better, you know. He's an inspiration, definitely. Yeah. I almost and feel like when he's singing, he's kind of telling you a secret. True, true. You know? Like he's almost... just talking just to you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's something that many people say about him. Um I feel like uh, 
I found something of myself in his music mm. because um, a lot of my songs, when I just started writing songs, uh, I somehow resembled him even before I knew him. And then when I heard his songs, I was like, oh my God, this is like, I have so That's much to do. relate <laughs> here. You're like, yeah, I'm like, this is the same ballpark, yeah. you know? And it happened to me also with Nick Drake. Um, I had no idea who he was. And then uh, a friend of mine who was a bass player, and we just started rehearsing on my songs, he told me, like, hey, you know, your songs, they kind of remind me of Nick Drake. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. And he gave me an album, and I listened to it, and I was like, eh, it's okay. You know, I wasn't <laughs> impressed. And um, I wasn't even sure uh, why he thought that I sound like him. Um, but I don't know um, after a while it got to me you know all of a sudden I realized that I do want to hear those songs again mm -hmm. and again and again mm -hmm. and yeah I was hooked eventually um, so yeah I have this thing about I, I sound like a lot of other artists and people tell me like oh you sound like Nick Drake oh you sound like Elliot but the truth is I, I sounded like them even before I knew I knew them um, right and afterwards I was obviously influenced more and more, you know, by the soundscapes and the production and all those things. Um, so, yeah, that's why I chose Elliot as the first song. Excellent. So, and one of the reasons that you actually came to Portland was to target a particular producer that had worked with Elliot Smith. True. Um, I went to, to work with uh, Larry Crane. Uh, he owns uh, Jackpot Studios yeah. mm -hmm. and he's a legendary engineer here mm -hmm. he's been doing like so many albums you know with so many amazing artists yeah and I heard about him through Elliot obviously um, when I saw his name on the EXO um, credits and then I started noticing that it you know, I, I saw his name like in a lot of other credits too, and they're like, mm -hmm. okay, this guy, and it's Portland, you know. So that was it's one of the reasons why I moved here because yeah. I wanted to work with him. I felt like, well, maybe I should, you know, I should record my songs with him. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna dig it. He's gonna understand it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you got Everest out of it. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and we'll talk more about that and uh, find out what's behind the name is what I'm curious about mm -hmm. okay. um, and hear the music from it. And I think you're going to love it. So from eight to nine, be sure and don't go away, but be sure to tune in from eight to nine, because that's when you'll hear all all of uh, Amit's original material yeah. and live performance. Mm. How hmm. did you come up with the name The Secret Sea? What's that stem from? Why the um, choice to have a name versus using your own personal well, name? Well, that's two questions already, so oh, I'm going to try and... I only get okay. 20? Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... Um, okay, so back in 2010, I started a new band. Mm -hmm. uh, we were a six-piece ensemble with um, very unique sound and color. We had like a cello and keyboards and... Wow. Uh, percussion with the drums and the bass and me playing guitars and we had um, uh, two girls in the band the cello player and the percussionist mm -hmm. and they were singing um, harmonies also with me and it was very special and 
uh, one of the songs uh, was uh, Secret Sea. Oh. It was just like there was one song that was called uh, Secret Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we were trying to think of like a, a name for ourselves. So it started with Amit Erez and the Secret Sea. And later on, we just decided to make it just the secret sea. And then when I decided to leave uh, and come here, mm-hmm. the band, uh, well, broke up because, you know, there was nothing else that it could do. <laughs> you know, we had yeah. to break up. Um, so I figured that it's going to be way better for me to to use the name as a yeah. stage name because Amit Erez is... It's a hard name to to get people to remember mm-hmm. and understand quickly and know how to spell. Mm-hmm. And the secret C is just a universal thing, you know, yeah. something that everybody can understand quickly. And um, it's poetic and, you know, it's yeah. nice. I like the name. There's imagery that mm-hmm. immediately exactly. kind of pops into your mm-hmm. head. Yeah, exactly. So it just felt right. And it it, it worked well for me, you know, Um it was a wise choice to, to use that name. Good. So far, you know, I'm, I've only seen, like, good results from, from using a stage name like that instead of, like, having my name, which is just weird. It's not weird. It's not weird. Well, it's weird. Um, it's not, well, maybe weird is not the right <laughs> word. It's just, it's like, I'm not ashamed of my name. It's just that uh, business-wise, it was way easier to just use that stage name right. instead. Well, of course, especially Mm -hmm. when you're here in the United States. Mm -hmm. I'm sure where you're from, your name is not. Yeah, I just I just played a show in Tel Aviv now because I I did like um, um, a visit. I I visited home, and the the show was uh, advertised as Amiteras, not the Secrecy. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like, well, first of all. I can I can use my name and everybody knows who I am there, mm-hmm. and also um, it didn't feel right to call myself the Secret C in the place where it was a band. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna respect that. You know, yeah, it's just gonna be me, and I'm gonna use my name, and it doesn't even matter there anyway. So. Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right. Why Sparkle Horse? Why that? Why I love that name, elbows. Sparkle yeah. Horse. Yeah, I have a tattoo here. Um, ah, sweet. And uh, that's inspired by him because uh, it shows a, a horse playing a piano. <laughs> and it's one of Sparkle Horse's uh, PR shots. Yeah. He has a, 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 like a series of, of uh, pictures of him just like ha- having a horse's head. Mm-hmm. And uh, standing in a field or playing piano or uh, lying in bed and stuff. So uh, why? I don't know. I just discovered, I don't even remember uh, when I first heard him. But I just, yeah, I love him. I love him. And uh, I, f- I think that he influenced, influenced, <coughs> influenced me um, more than once uh, with, like, more on the production side, mm-hmm. sound-wise, um, arranging songs. Um, I got a lot of ideas just from listening to his music. He's so unique, you know. He has a very special sound. Uh, He's always uh, manipulating his vocals, um, compressing them, making it sound like it's a radio kind of sound, Mm -hmm. you know, or like a telephone, Mm -hmm. highly compressed. He has his own thing, you know, and that's so rare to have someone who really sounds only like himself, you know. And I admire that. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. It is very rare nowadays yeah. to have that extremely unique mm-hmm. sound that is just yours, that stays just yours, because nobody can figure out how the heck you do it. Yeah, that, yeah. That's when you've really done it right. Character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's listen to a couple more influences. Of course, sure. All right. Okay, we've got the Secret C in the studio with us this evening on the Portland playlist, and we're just listening to another couple of influences. We just heard E is for estranged. You were really kind of going a little crazy talking about yeah. Owen. So talk about so, the, the performer in this Owen piece. Owen Pallet is a Canadian. Yeah. And he is... Um, he had, a beautiful voice. Yeah. It really is. Um, so... He plays violin and viola and keyboards, and he is also an orchestrator. Okay. He worked with a lot of great names, like indie names. He worked with Arcade Fire a lot and stuff like that as uh, like um, organizing orchestrations uh, for studio recordings and stuff like that. Well, whenever um, somebody wanted a violinist, they would often go to him, right? I, I suppose I, so. Is what I had had read about yeah, him. Yeah, probably. Because he yeah. was the one that you contacted right. if you wanted somebody mm-hmm. to play the violin he, on your... He's some kind of a genius, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so... I saw him uh, playing in Barcelona mm-hmm. when I was uh, there. I was I was playing at the Primavera Sound Festival. Wow! I was a member of a band called Eat Liz. It was a, an Israeli band, and we had a show there. And um, when, except for like playing that show, we had the whole uh, like uh, we had like a you know like a, how do you call that thing wristband the wristband mm-hmm. right so you could just go and see the shows. So I saw him, and I had no idea who he was, but um, he played... There was this one venue that's like a closed like uh, auditorium. So you sit in a chair, and you watch a show. Fancy. You know, it's like yeah. really fancy. <laughs> so I went there, and I swear I almost wet my pants. Really. <laughs> he, was, he started the show with this song, and it was only him uh, with a, a looper, okay. his violin, hmm. uh, a, a small keyboard... Mm-hmm. And that's it. Wow. A whole set just with loops. Wow. And he just, I was blown away. Uh, and that's how I discovered him. And all those um, arrangements that he did with, uh, with the violin mm-hmm. and like uh, using uh, pizzicatos and staccato stuff and like lines and then repeating them and using the looper. Again, it gave me a lot of ideas and inspiration for my own music. So when I started writing new songs, I noticed that some of those ideas kind of um, were, were already absorbed in me, mm-hmm. in a way, and it started to come out. Um, so uh, when, uh, when the next hour starts and we're going to play some songs from the Secret Sea, I'm going to... Um, let you know where to where look the, for it. Okay, yeah. great. Cool. Looking forward to Have that. Have you ever heard of a gentleman by the name of Skip Von Kusky? Mm-hmm. If you're digging Owen and what he's putting down, you should check Skip out because he's got very much mm-hmm. that same. He's a looper. That's what. Hmm. That's how he's perfected he's such, his he's sound. He's a cellist, and it's oh. he's phenomenal. Yeah, right. Phenomenal. Cool. Where is he from? He, Originally, I'm not sure, but, he's, he's, but he's, here. Here he's here. Yeah. He plays with uh, well, he plays with a lot of people, but he also has his own solo project called Cellotronic, mm-hmm. and then he plays with the Portland Cello Project, and they're touring right now. 
Um, But uh, he does a regular show when he's back in town on Monday nights at the Edgefield Winery. So Mm. I'm guessing when he gets back from this tour, he'll pick up that show because he's been doing it for years and years and years and years every Monday night. I'm, I'm going to check it out, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I've, his, I've never heard of him. Yeah, but, uh, he's, he's, and he, he does some awesome Zeppelin. Yeah, he does wow. some great covers. He does a gr- cool. yeah, just great, yeah. great it's covers very on wow. the ethereal, yeah. warm. It's, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's yeah. really he's All right, really I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And I'm going to write down the name. Okay, good. We'll give it to you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And how about Patrick Wilson? Tell us about Patrick Wilson. Uh, Patrick uh, um, Watson. Watson. Oh, yeah. sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, he sorry, Patrick. Is, yeah, just a friend of mine uh, uh, played me th- that song, this album, uh, several years ago. Uh, and again, it's just someone that I think he's really... Um, I think he's groundbreaking in a way because really... The way he arranges his songs with his band, you know, the arrangements are spectacular and so unique, you know, and the percussions are a huge part of the, of the sound. Mm-hmm. And that m- made a, a big impact on me when I was uh, working with the Secret Sea as a six-piece band back in Israel. Uh, I wanted to have percussions because I was so, uh, like... I was so excited about all those like uh, percussions uh, on the Patrick Watson album. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have uh, uh, like my own version of it. Yeah. So yeah, again, that's why I chose it. You know, it's an influence. And you were saying that he packs halls. Wherever yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's very successful now. Wow. What is your songwriting process like? Do you write on the guitar? Is that your yeah. primary instrument that helps you formulate the music that you're... Yeah, I wish I could say I have more instruments, but that's, <laughs> that's the only instrument that I have. That's okay. I can't play anything else, um, so I'm only writing with the guitar. And yeah. when you do put word to paper, how do you go through that process? Um, so usually I have the music first, Okay. and then I know what's the melody going to be. So... Some words are sort of like falling from the sky in a way, mm-hmm. just like into my consciousness. Yeah. And then I have some sort of like a skeleton or a basic idea of like, okay, so I have these words and this melody and a lot of empty spaces. And then I start to like um, pick up like different sentences from, from flow of thoughts and yeah. stuff. And um, sometimes it's really painstakingly hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just like really uh, a matter of like five minutes. Wow. It depends, you know. Yeah. It's really like it's different with each, with each song. So yeah. Do you just try a lot to of have just a like schedule trying. when you're writing mm. or do you just let it flow whenever... It's going to come out. Um, I wish I could have a schedule. You know, I watched <laughs> that. Um, uh, I know that Nick Cave used to, to like. Uh, maybe he's still doing it. I don't know. Uh, maybe he probably does it still. Uh, he has like a schedule. You know, he wakes up in the morning, he goes to his office. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's writing there for like hours, and then he goes back. Um, I can't do that. <laughs> I don't think I'm as prolific as Nick Cave. You know. Um, so no, I don't have any routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, Everest, the new album, I didn't even plan on writing an album. Uh, I had two songs ready. So I, um, booked some time with Larry Crane and 
told him, yeah, I just want to record these two songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while we were recording them, I thought, well, this is so much fun and it's going so well and it sounds amazing. I got to have more songs. <laughs> I better write some more, yeah. you know? So I wrote one more and then I wrote another one and I'm like, well, maybe I should make an EP. So it'll be like five songs, you know? So just like, yeah. write just one more and then you'll have five, you know? Uh-huh. And once I got to five, it turned into six and then to seven. So it's more like a mental thing. Once you have an incentive mm-hmm. and you're excited about it, right. then it, it starts flows. To, to flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden you're writing the, all the time. How long was that time period from when you, when you met him to record the two songs mm-hmm. to then writing all the others? Yeah, we started in uh, February uh-huh. and we finished this August. Uh-huh. Wow. So, yeah. So in like six, six months, months you yeah. wrote all those songs. It's just, it's, um, it's nine songs altogether. Mm-hmm. So it's not that much, you know? Also, like, let's remember, two of them were already written. Right. So I wrote, yeah, seven songs in, half, uh, in six months. I well, don't know if it's that. to me, that, that sounds like a lot because you're writing it? it and then you're arranging it and you're coming mm-hmm. up with the music. I mean, you did all of that. Yeah, so I, I arranged, I I arranged the songs on the spot. Yeah, wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's easier uh, when you're (laughs) by yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, you don't have to, you have to get anybody else. It's not a democratic (laughs) thing, you know, there's just like, it's only you, you decide. (laughs) So I was very, um, like, um, efficient with it, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. I just knew what I wanted to hear and I just did it the way I, I felt that it's the right thing and that's it, (laughs) you know. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, if anybody's got any questions for Amit, go on to our talk board on prp.fm and give us a little shout out or question. Say hi, ask a question. Say something. Yeah. Say great. Something. Just talk ask to us. Whatever. It's a talk ask board. whatever. Comment about his influences. Mm-hmm. Comment about this next one because I happen to love this girl. Ooh. Yes. That was Eleanor Murray. That never had heard of her before. Mm-hmm. Same here. I, I can't it's thank just, you enough. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Oh, her yeah. voice just is beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, she's like um. And you kind of stalk the, my, her a my little best, bit. My best discovery uh, <laughs> this year, definitely. And you she's got from to play Olympia. a show with yeah. her. So she's from Olympia and. Um, a Facebook friend of mine posted um, a song. I don't remember if it was this song or something. Never mind. Uh, and I just, yeah, I really, I really liked it. And I uh, found her band camp, you know, and started listening to the music and really got into it. And then I invited her to share a bill with me at the Kelly's Olympian. And she said, yes, you know, and then it was just really awesome. And she's a genius in my opinion. And, uh, except for just like, besides the fact that I really love her voice, I admire her, uh, lyrics Mm -hmm. and, when I was listening to her songs, all I could think about was like, I should get better at writing lyrics. <laughs> like, here's someone who who can do it better than me, and I should learn yeah. from her. Aww, so I I think praise. I think I did learn a few things from her just by listening to her songs, you know, mm-hmm. and like really thinking about the words and paying attention. Well, that song called Bert. Bury me into the mountain. And it's interesting that she doesn't spell the word mountain out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why? No, I have no idea. 
interesting. Never asked her. <laughs> that's I a should, beautiful though. song. You should. Yeah. Yes, and you should look it up. The video is really pretty, too. Yeah, the video very is green, beautiful. lush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before Eleanor, we heard PJ Harvey, who right. I love. She's my queen of England. She's awesome. You know, as far as I'm concerned, she's a real queen. <laughs> really. I'm sure yeah. she would appreciate that. I don't have an, a lot to say about her, except, you know, it's PJ. You know, we, yeah. we all know who she is. Um, she's gorgeous. She's amazing. She's yeah. great. Um, she's great. I love her. <laughs> Are you a Queens of the Stone Age fan at all? Not really. Okay. Well, check out the Desert Sessions because she does a song with Josh Holm Mm -hmm. and it's called Crawl Home and it's great. Okay. And if you love her, you'll love the song. It's just typical PJ. Just. Yeah. There's a good chance that I already heard it once, you know, probably, but uh, I don't remember, but I will. Okay. Good. Good, 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 good. Cool. A couple more songs. Yeah. Yeah. So we have time for two more? I think we have definitely have time for at At least least two two more. more. Okay. These next two, we're going to play Interpol and then we're going to play George Harrison. And we're sticking to our always having (laughs) a Beatle influence every single week. (laughs) We don't pay them to do this on us. It's a great tradition. (laughs) It's a great Uh, tradition. Did anyone ever play uh, Beware of Darkness here? Not at all. Because I was, that was like my first choice, and then I changed it because oh. I like, oh, it's really like a sad song, and I wanted something more uplifting, so I chose something else. Well, Run but, uh, of the Mill, is, of the is, Mill is, a is a fantastic song. But mm-hmm. first, we're going to hear the scale, Interpol. Yeah, Interpol. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the Portland Playlist. We have the Secret C in the studio with us this evening. We're finishing up his influence hour, and we're going to talk about those last three songs that we heard. But before that, we got to make sure that you guys know that support comes from Portland Center Stage, and, and you guys, but Portland Center Stage is a big supporter for the Portland Radio Project, and we greatly appreciate that. They've been entertaining audiences with classical, contemporary, and premiere works. Little Shop of Horrors is currently playing there, running through. October 16th and they also have a drama that's playing it's called Hold These Truths it's a WW2 World War II set drama it actually starts on October 1st so it starts this weekend and that's going to run through November 13th so make sure to check them out for sure and you can always go to our website which is prp.fm go to our events calendar and you can see what is playing at the Armory for Portland Center Stage. they got some good stuff going on, so make sure to check them out. And also, I did want to say they have their 10th anniversary coming up. Oh, yeah, that's And right. so they are going to have a party, let me see, on Sunday, October 2nd. So this coming Sunday, can you believe it's going to be October? Oh, no, I cannot. From 12 to 6, um, they're going to have a party at the Armory, so you should go and um, see what all they're celebrating the 10 years, and they're going to have snacks and um, music and all kinds of stuff. Cocktails? I don't know. Well, you'll have to go and find out. Okay. So we just heard, the last song that we heard was Andy Schauf. Am I saying his last name right? Not an artist I'm familiar with. Okay, well, that's how we're going to say Andy's last name, (laughs) Schauf. Sorry, Andy, if that's not correct. (laughs) Sorry, Andy, if you're listening from Canada. Of course, I'm sure he's listening right now. I'm sure he is. That song is called You're Out Wasting. That I was commenting, and you were agreeing, very Elliot Smith. So Uh very, uh, very much consistent with a lot of your influences. Mm-hmm. How'd you discover him? Uh, Tender Loving Empire okay. are releasing his albums. So um, 
when I just got to Portland, I was like exploring the scene, you know, mm. and trying to get to know like labels and whatnot. So I was courting uh, Tender Loving Empire. And I like how you court people. Yeah, you know, I you do don't that hear a lot. That word very often. Yeah. yeah, I like that word. I like it. It's, I it do fits too. Me. It's, yeah, it's very romantic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ends I with a lot right of, off of, and it always ends with a lot of disappointment. <laughs> a little heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Well, good thing you're a songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Channel it into your music. That's right. Yeah, this next song is for <laughs> Tender Loving <laughs> Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For not signing me. Oh, no. They're really cool. They're great. I like them. That's right. um, If you're listening, make sure to listen to his new EP that he's going to be playing some songs from. Just means that that particular moment wasn't the right moment. Right? (laughs) Wasn't the right moment? It wasn't the right moment. That's why. Why? But the Uh, right moment is still ahead. It's still to come. Of course. Yeah. But anyway, so I just checked their website. Yeah. And I saw the artists and I just started to listen to the different stuff that they had there yeah and yeah i was really hooked on him cool. he's really good yeah very good very mm-hmm. very good and then of course there's george harrison who sure come on yeah i mean come what on. can you say about him a <laughs> lot he's a genius yes. and uh, an enlightened soul and yeah. uh, a huge influence on me um because he's always thinking outside the box yes mm-hmm. very much and in a very quiet way, which mm-hmm. I love. Right. He's not out in your face about it. Yeah. Yeah, there's something really peaceful mm-hmm. about him, you know, and about his songs. Yeah. Very so. peaceful about him as a person. Mm-hmm. He always came across that way, and I think his solo music and his contributions to the Beatles music mm-hmm. in the songs that he wrote, While mm-hmm. My Guitar Gently Weeps, I mean, mm-hmm. were always very reminiscent of him as mm-hmm. a spiritual indeed i like it that he was like the shy Mm -hmm. one you know Mm -hmm. and also like when i'm listening to his songs it's sort of like a cleansing experience you know like um i would probably get like angry and like just (laughs) i don't know just like overloaded with like stuff you know and thoughts and anger and different disappointments and whatever you know because life is hard and you absorb all these things and and then you listen to George Harrison who's just like saying, Oh, come on man, just chill. It's yeah. okay, mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay. You're yeah. you're a, a a beautiful soul, you know, and the world is beautiful and it's gonna be okay. You know, it's like, ah, oh, thank you, George. <laughs> <laughs> now I can go on. You're yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> this George is all bullshit. Down yeah. <laughs> we'll even look at his picture there. Yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, With the eye George. Yeah. And then Interpol, the scale. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Interpol, well, I'm a Joy Division fan, yeah. so that's not you. a surprise. Oh, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> I love Joy Division. <laughs> so, you know, when they came out, it was like, oh my God, yeah. a new Joy yeah. Division. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was hooked on them like immediately, mm-hmm. and I was their biggest fan for a while, and... I saw them play live also a few times, and I think they're at their best uh, in the studio. Yeah. Their studio work is way better than seeing them live. I've never seen them live, so that's, yeah. that's good to know. You just saved me the price of a mm-hmm. ticket. <laughs> well, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm not saying like, don't go. I mean, check it out. Maybe yeah. you'll like it. But I think that it's, you know, the albums are way better than the live. And um, 
I don't know. I think they're poetic and deep mm-hmm. and um, it's like, you know, each song is like something you can actually think about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's something really cinematic about their music. Yes. So I love that. Yeah. I like how pulled away his voice is. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't like that, but I like how it sits very much on top of the music, mm-hmm. and it has almost a different tone to it, and it's 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 almost its own separate. It could, right. it could survive on its and own. And also, the lyrics, you know, mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. really sort of abstract many mm-hmm. times, and kind of like more like. Um, ideas and flow of consciousness in a way you know and it, i love that when i'm when i have to think about the words and not have not feeling like i'm being fed you know mm-hmm. with a spoon it's more like yeah just like these are pictures mm-hmm. and ideas yeah. and just think about it yeah. and you know absorb it and make what you want from it right so right. Yeah. interpret the pictures as they pop into your right. head based mm-hmm. on your perception of what's being exactly said, and not there's what so much emotion like there's so right. much emotion you know and that's you know oh, i'm gonna go home and listen to some interpol and central <laughs> division for yeah. sure <laughs> okay so i think they're underrated by the way interpol yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree I agree. I don't think they exploded. We were talking about some television shows that actually played some of their songs and how that probably did contribute to some popularity, but I don't Mm -hmm. think that they got necessarily as embraced as they should have Mm -hmm. in America by any means, which is too bad. They're just too serious. They are (laughs) serious. Well, you know, I think... Well, but there's a lot of serious music that gets significant amount of airplay, but... They're very reminiscent, though, of, of that Joy Division, that kind of, I hate to say this term, but I'll say it, that shoegaze music where mm-hmm. there's really nothing going on. It, you, you just have to, have to listen to the words and feel the music, and that's really about what it. it so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go home and listen to some. <laughs> well, just wait one, one more listen hour. Some music. Okay, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we still have work yes. to do oh, here. Oh, come on For now. Sure. <laughs> okay, so yet. now we are going to hear some originals from The Secret Sea. Okay. We are going to play a couple of songs from your 2013 self-titled EP, Secrecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to play whenever. Well, song- actually, uh, it's uh, the the self titled is an LP. Oh, um, uh, both songs are from the from the full album. Okay, the Secrecy. Okay, the EP is not part of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So whenever the sun comes, and then we'll follow that up with Afterlife. Yeah. Want to talk about these songs a little bit now? Um, I can just say that uh, whenever the sun comes is the first song that I wrote oh. uh, for the project. Okay. Uh, for security, I mean, not as Amit, you know. Uh, and also, um, following um, the Owen Pallet song, mm-hmm. I would say that this was a direct influence from uh-huh. seeing Owen Pallet play live. Wow. Okay. And I wrote that song with him in my head, with the arrangement, with, with his ideas, with yeah. his sound and, and attitude in my head. I feel mm-hmm. like, man, all those orchestrations he was doing with the violin stuff it really got into the song and the writing you know i wrote the song on a guitar mm-hmm. but then i said okay this is not going to be a guitar song okay mm. i'm gonna arrange it for an some kind of more something more orchestrated right and that's what uh, yeah that's what i came up with and afterlife is uh really influenced by uh, pj harvey letting lynn shake okay. which we also heard one song right. from it yeah so. All right. Well, we are cool. listening to some Secret Sea songs here on the Portland playlist. I can't even say it loud enough 
fallen after life. Might be fallen. All right, we are listening to the Secret Sea. So talk about those songs a little bit. Well, we got a good intro to them, but that's from the 2013 that's album. Right. That's the band, The Secret Sea. Mm-hmm. And this now- is the first uh, version of The Secret Sea, actually. Okay. Like the original formation was uh, six people. Right. Uh, it was me on guitars and vocals, obviously, but there was like a drums and bass and keyboards and cello and percussion and a lot of harmony vocals yeah. uh, from the girls. Beautiful harmony vocals. Uh, really, thank you. Really beautiful. And we worked for three years only on that album. Wow. Uh, um, just rehearsing together, producing mm-hmm. everything by meticulously just like trying things and arranging the songs in rehearsal rooms. Yeah. And yeah, it was a long process of trial and error and uh it was a group effort. Mm-hmm. We were really like working as a band and I was just the one who I was bringing the songs, you know, and I was the leader and I had a a, a sort of like the right to say, okay, I don't like this idea, so this is this one's not gonna gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I I could always be like the last judge, you know. Mm-hmm. But still, we were working as a band, and it's really obvious when you listen to the album. Yeah, well, it paid off. Yeah, it was amazing. You know, yeah. I miss them a lot. You know, uh, I wish I could just like take all <laughs> all of them, them with me here. here mm-hmm. You know. Well, now you've got. Your own project. Right. So, so let's talk about Everest before we jump into those songs. Okay. First of all, how did the name come to be? Everest. Um, on the first single, Army of Souls, I'm saying... Um, uh, what am I saying there? <laughs> I say um, one of the sentences there is, uh, I'm not ready yet to swim the lakes of hope or climb the Everest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and climbing the Everest is just like a good way to, to describe what I'm feeling right now. Cause I, mm-hmm. yeah, I relocated to the other side of the world to try and pursue a goal slash a dream that's really hard to, to really like make it come true, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of like, yeah, I'm going to go climb the Everest now, yeah. you know, S- mm-hmm. sort of that. So, yeah, that's why I'm calling it that way. That's the name. Well, that's a great name for uh, for what is going on in your yeah, life. I, I didn't plan, you know, and it was just like it was in the lyrics. And then I was mm-hmm. just thinking, like, well, what's going to be the title? You know, I was just looking at the lyrics and I had a few options and I asked a few friends. Mm-hmm. And then I just decided, well, Everest is going to be the, the title. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the title. Well, it, it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely I agree. Fits. <laughs> I agree. You have a show coming up on Wednesday, November 16th at the liquor store, and that is actually the album release. True. Gig. Yeah. So um, my good friend Glasses, Gil Asias, um, Which our who listeners was already might here remember yeah. a few weeks ago. So he's a genius, and he was playing keyboards um, on Everest. The whole album is featuring his mm-hmm. his talent, so uh, he's gonna play too um, as glasses. He was is gonna be like the first act, and then I'm gonna play, and Gil is gonna play with me on keyboards. We're gonna have a small band put together with like uh, drums and bass and guitar and stuff. 
um, for some of the songs that demand and that. And you're looking so. for a drummer? I'm looking for a drummer okay, right he's now, looking yeah. for a drummer. So yeah. drummers? Throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. You're hearing I don't have a lot music. of money. Okay. It's more like a... <laughs> drummer for free. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing it <laughs> out there. Not free, but just, uh, yeah. It's not going to be like your 150 bucks per gig thing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. Um, it's going to be a very special show. Yeah. I'm going to have the album available by then. It's going to be sold on limited edition cassettes mm-hmm. also with download codes so nice. you can have them. So that's going to be nice. And yeah, it's going to be amazing. And also there's going to be a headliner, uh, Arrows in Orbit, which is a cool band. Uh, and Gil is actually the keyboard player there too. So he's going to play. On, oh, he's in that one too. He's going to stay on stage the whole night. <laughs> and Gil so would have been here tonight, but he is playing with Joy right. Tribe, other one of bands. his other projects at the Triple right. Nickel. Next thing you know, he's so. going to have a show on PRP too. He's just everywhere. Featuring himself. Like, and then, yeah, the, right. and then <laughs> the mayor of Portland, Gil Asayas, will come. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Gil, we love you. We love yeah. you. We know you're probably not listening, but you'll listen to this later, right. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Gil, for everything that you've done for me. So we are going to hear a single from Everest, and we're going to hear Army of Souls. Right. All right. So let's get started with Army of Souls. You're listening to The Secret Sea. It's from the upcoming album, Everest. Holy Ghost 
You're listening to the Portland Playlist, and we are playing some tracks, and we're going to hear some live music from Emirate Era's The Secret Sea. We just heard Army of Souls, which we heard a few weeks ago when your good buddy Gil played it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just love that song. It is a beautiful song. <sighs> Thank you. Thank and now so we're going to hear some live stuff. So what are you playing for us now? Uh, this one's called My Beautiful Hill. And it's um, also from Everest. Um, this one's going to be um, played with a whole band uh, when we're doing the album release show. But for now, this I was is like say, a, not here in the studio. No, okay. this is going to be the stripped down <laughs> guitar version, which is actually the original version because oh. that's how I write songs, just me with the guitar. So, Do you like playing stripped down versions? Does it kind of bring you back to the, um, the center of where the song usually is? usually what I do anyway. You yeah. know, I don't have a band, so I usually just do that. And yeah, I like it. You know, I feel at home when I do it. Yeah. Right. It's like very so natural how do you, to me. How do you do that when you're, because you don't have a, an official band right now and you're writing these songs and arranging them and you're playing them then primarily just on your guitar mm-hmm. so how I, I just i guess find that in, fascinating to think about how you're able to translate that then into when you do have a full band you know like because um, well, you've just got your guitar how are you who else is fleshing it out it's just all in your head then your yeah concept. it's all in my head mm-hmm. well but then i recorded a song in the studio so mm-hmm. now uh the band is just going to listen to the recording and say okay so this is the drum part so i need to learn this and this is the okay. guitar part so he needs to learn this so they're just like yeah, copying the, the well right though but the songs that the the songs that aren't recorded yet when you are writing them yeah it, i'm just hearing just doing, it in my head yeah. yeah yeah it's all in my head but it's also experience, you know. I've been doing, I've been making music since 2003. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. I've been, this is the seventh, my seventh album. Mm-hmm. It's the first in the States, but it's my seventh release. Right. Wow. I've been places, I've done things. So I'm just experienced, you know. I know how to think about arrangements in my head. I know right. how to do it. I was just really efficient about it because I, I had the experience. That's right. all. Mm-hmm. Not trying to like blow my own horn. I'm just saying it the way it is. You right. Know? Toot away. Yeah, you deserve you it. Should. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of easy uh, again because I didn't have to like. You didn't have to worry about uh, anybody else. Exactly, I didn't <laughs> have to worry about any other opinion. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, so this is my beautiful hill. <clears throat> Beautiful hill, it is Sunday I lost all my teeth in a dream Sailing my car on the runway The jet planes would casually swim I saw the house through the tremors Far away herds on the loose I can't help believing the rumors Ever since I got to choose I fell through a hole in the ceiling On a pile of electric guitars In days such as this I was dreaming of how in the future we 
it all becomes stars We push through the fields empty-handed But the story is not about us And whatever it was that I've ended It keeps coming back with insatiable thrusts Insatiable thrusts the shout out to Kim Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I'm still trying to finish this book. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on my nightstand. I haven't even ventured into it yet. I'm like uh, two thirds through. How is it? It's nice. I'm just like reading it like sporadically. <laughs> well, that was a beautiful song. That was Thank really you. beautiful. You are very talented yeah, the on the guitar yeah. there, on the yeah. finger picking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm told that. Yes. <laughs> People tell me. <laughs> so tell us about that song. Um, I don't know what to say about it, really. Um, it's just, um, it's one of the last songs that I wrote uh, for the album. And I was just sort of, let's say, intoxicated. And uh, I was really, I was going through a, a, a rough time, I guess. Um, and I don't know, it just, it just came out of me in a way. Mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that just came out. I don't know what to say about them, except for just, some songs are just like falling from the sky in a way. So this is just one of those <laughs> You didn't know it was there until it came out. Yeah, it just came out. And then, uh, you know, I just worked on the lyrics for a while. 
you know, just like honed it, you know, and like um, changed a lot of verses and wrote a lot of ideas and just like um, sort through them until until I had like the final version. Mm-hmm. I think I actually like changed a few lines and the night before I went to to record the vocals. Oh, I really? still changed lines. Yeah, I was still working on the vocals, wow. like on the on the text yeah <laughs> do you ever change them even while you're recording them or no you pretty, no, no? no no that's not happening uh-huh. no. so what now am i playing another song do you want to or, do another live one or do you want us to play another recorded one well let's play one more uh um uh, let's play canada the the second single and i'll tune my guitar back okay i need to tune it again so. and you have a video for canada that's true uh, it's a new video, uh, and yeah, if you're going to secretcmusic.com, by the way, that's the official website, mm-hmm. you'll find everything you need. Uh, you'll see the video there, uh, you'll see links to all the social media st- uh, stuff, you know, the Facebook and the SoundCloud and whatnot, and you'll see an announcement bar that tells you about the next show, uh, and mailing list, anything. Secretcmusic.com has everything there. And how we'll did the video the come about? How did you decide, how'd you pick that particular song to do a video? I just wanted it to be um, um, a single, and I knew that it's a very strong song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew that videos are important mm-hmm. these days. So I mm-hmm. felt like, well, if, I'm, if I got a budget you know, um, for one video, um, I'm probably going to put it on Canada. Right. And that's uh, Canada is um, the first song that I wrote bef- um, to the album. I mean, like, um, so it was one of those first couple of songs. Yeah, I had two songs, and so this one was like, uh, yeah, yeah, it was recorded on that first session with Larry. Wow. Um, okay. And it was written uh, in August uh, 2015, which is a month before I left Israel. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was like my uh, sort of like... Um, Your parting words. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. All right. You got to tune your guitar, right? Uh, while we're playing the song. Okay. I mean, we're going to hear the recorded version. Like we're going to oh. hear Canada from the studio version. Right. And I'll tune my guitar well. While and we playing. do want to say that this uh, song, you can tune if you want with the, in no, the background. I'm, I'm, but with this song, it was premiered on Vortex magazine. And um, it's a beautiful video, and we'll put the link up to that so that you can see it as well as a link to his website, which he already gave you, but we'll put it up there. But um, Vortex Magazine is also one of our sponsors at Portland Radio Project, and um, so it's so great that, you know, you have this relationship with them, and we have this relationship, because they really do a lot for the music scene Exactly. I'm going to use that opportunity to to thank uh, Chris Young Young, for, um, yeah making that happen yeah he's wonderful as is everyone under him that is out covering all the shows and mm-hmm. and getting all the good music because we have a lot of it in portland exactly yeah so thank, thank you, you to vortex. vortex and also for uh, for discovering a meet on your own as well because <laughs> what a good find yay <laughs>
Welcome back to the Portland Playlist. We are listening to tracks from the upcoming release from The Secret Sea. It's called Everest, and that song that we just heard is Canada. And you can check the video out. I think Terry just posted the link on our I put the link on the board, talk board. On PRP.FM talk board, so you can check out that video. Thank you again, Vortex Magazine. Yes, it is really a beautiful video. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Very s- simple, you know, and quiet. I mean, it goes with goes with mm-hmm. the song really yeah, well, Yeah, it's I an think. atmospheric kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I met uh, this really talented um, guy. His name is uh, Stas. And uh, he uh, shot and edited the video, and he did a great job. And uh, so... That was just like me getting to know people through friends, you know, and acquaintances and stuff. And I feel lucky to to have met him because he really, you know, he put his heart into it, you know, and for not a lot of money because I don't have a lot of money. So it was all really like a labor of love. You yeah. Know? So, well, that's you know. great. We have a listener that just joined us, Ron. Hi, Ron. And he said, Canada is a really beautiful song. Very, very nice. Oh, thank you, Ron. So thank you for listening. We agree with you. Thank you. So now you're going to play another live one for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one's called Infatuation. This one's also from the album. I'm just playing songs from Everest now. So. I'm caught in the arms of infatuation Took her a while to show her affection. And it's breaking my fall. Yeah, it's breaking my fall. There's always a way to shorten. It's never allowed to 
painting a rose. I should be out in the open, bold and outspoken, and facing the crows. And whatever's the reason, I'm siding with treason and paying the toll. Another beautiful ends. one. You know, it's you. I just hear all your influences in your music and you in their music. I mean, it's just, you know what we've just been listening to all night has. Yeah, I don't just, claim to be like uh, I, I don't claim to. I, I didn't invent anything. You know, I'm just really influenced by a lot of musicians. You know. Well, you, I don't know. You invented, you invented you. That's I invented right. myself. You know. invented you and your yeah. style and your music. That is all your invention. Mm. Sure, you may have picked up some influences along the way, but it's all Definitely. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is me. Um, so um, I guess I'm going to play one more. Okay. Yeah. Which one are we going to uh, do? Do we have enough time? We've got we plenty do. of time. Oh, great. Okay. So this next song is called uh, Special One. And this is also from Everest? Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's a goodbye letter. A goodbye letter. To a very oh. special one. Oh. Couldn't keep you out of my mind today. Move on with the show. I don't blame you, I know you couldn't stay Sometimes people go And all that we've been through ends up with me just staring here At the wall Sorting through memories I know I probably shouldn't try to recall Hiding that special one From everyone, everyone Hiding that special one From everyone, everyone huh. 
a very special one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Special special letter mm-hmm. is right. Yeah. And Definitely. That's a heavy song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brings up some emotions. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm, definitely. Well, I love the guitar how you ended the song. That was really a beautiful um guitar. It wasn't finger picking. I can't quite that doesn't quite give it justice for how beautiful that was. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's a really heart, heartfelt, you know, it's, um, it's a very emotional song. It's about um, yeah, someone that I miss dearly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you know, at least music comes out of it. So, you know, that's the good part. <laughs> that is the good part. Um, right. So am I going to be able to play one more song and then we'll play Morning Fighter? Or do Let's we have do it. One, just time for one more song? Sure. No, play another live if one. If you've and got then it we'll, in you, yeah. definitely. Uh, um, so maybe, okay, let's, let's listen to Morning Fighter, which is like the, another song from the, from the album, like a studio recording. Okay. Uh, and I'll detune my guitar while we're listening to it. Because, okay, okay. okay. Sounds good. Here is Morning Fighter. Okay. From the upcoming release, Everest, right. The Secret Seat. The sun is brighter when it gets into your dream. The morning fighter before you shut down the screen. There must be some way to spread your love. 
right. You're listening to the Portland Playlist, and that was the morning fighter from the Secret Sea. We've got Emmett Errors in the studio with us this evening, and we are going to hear one last live song from you. Yeah, this one is called Ending's Gonna Early Start. Okay. Um, it's an old song from 2004 from my first EP, uh, Black Light. All right. I'm still playing it on shows. Um All that I'm waiting for 
nicely done. Very nicely done. Mm-hmm. Thank you. How you seem to fail your heart. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> story of my life. <laughs> I don't know. I think it could be the story of many of our many lives. Many other people, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a show coming up on November 16th, The right. Liquor Store. This exactly. is the album release party. Mm-hmm. Gig. Also, yeah, featuring uh, Glasses and Arrows in Orbit. Uh, it's going to be very special. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have a, a band to play what some the of the songs. What time does the show start? Um, 9 p.m. Okay. Glasses goes up on at 9. Okay. And, uh, yeah, there's an event, of course. Uh, find me on Facebook. Um, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all those things. Secrecymusic.com uh, can get you to all those social media uh, places. And uh, come to the show, and you will be able to buy the album there. And, yeah. And I did put the link to the Facebook event on our talk board. And also, for people that may remember the Blue Monk, that is now the liquor store. It's on Southeast Belmont. So um, if you're not familiar with the liquor store, you probably remember it as the Blue Monk. Oh, it's okay. been It's been renovated into something right. quite different looking yeah. than it used to be. Well, I'm too new here, so I, yes. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but right. yeah, November 16th. November yes, 16th. that will be a good... All right. Lead you into Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been an honor to have you on the show, Amit. Thank you so uh, much. Likewise. Really, thank you so much for yes, having me here. I had a great a time, you know. Really, really, just have been enjoying listening to all all of this music leading up to tonight. (laughs) And then tonight's been fabulous. So thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Tuning out once again on Portland Playlist. Done. Bye. Thank you for listening.